<laughs> well, we got six. <laughs> I shall quietly get some popcorn. So, right, we have a new patron. Yay! Yay! This patron who I got like us. I like you an appropriate a... amount unless you own your own chainsaw, in which case get ready for marriage. <laughs> run, run, run now, run. Don't look back. Um, so our uh, new patron no, who run, bought us a beer is called Six. 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 What? Like Nikki Six. It's Nikki Six. Nikki Six is oh our favorite. Oh my page. god! And in honor of you this day, we we got six seconds of silence. How does he get? How does he ask him how he gets his gods. hair to do that thing? How do you get your hair to do that thing? I'm not getting a response. Plug sockets. <laughs> oh, this isn't how phones work. Sorry. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a bag of angry squirrels. It's like squirrels. when you pick up the hot iron and... Ah, that's not how phones work. <laughs> it's like ferret, pants. <laughs> my mum once ironed that, a that t-shirt is a stereotype while she was wearing it <laughs> and was really surprised when she got an iron-shaped burn. She was like, but it went through the t-shirt. Yes, mum, it's very, very hot. <laughs> if you weren't in so much pain, this would be... Really fucking funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that would still be really fucking funny. <laughs> it had the holes in it and everything. It is yeah. the sword like, policy like, that the suffering of others is always funny. <laughs> so surprised. Oh, it's hot! Yes! <laughs> that's how it makes things oh, flat! <laughs> that's, 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 that's the mother equivalent of the workman's... What does this do? <laughs> oh, oh it, it shocks me, so I need hospitalisation. Prepare yourselves for this mental image, people. I iron my shirt every morning in the nude because I just go upstairs to the ironing board and iron my shirt. The shocking thing about that is that you iron your shirt every morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different shirt every morning. <laughs> when I was 25, yeah. I realised that if I just put my shirts on a hanger and hung them up, they would iron themselves by the time I wore them. And if there was any creases in them, it wouldn't matter because those creases would be there anyway when I sat down once. I, my life has been free since. I, free yourself, Biddy. Free only, yourself from the shackles of naked ironing. I only iron my shirts for six months of the year because for the six months of the year in which I get to wear a jumper, I just don't iron them because there's no point. If, but the point I was about to make was the fact that um, because of this, I the, the ironing board... Do not board, use the steam function. No. The <laughs> <ironing> board, <laughs> Who the was last, dance? Well, he is in the king <laughs> anyway, so... It's hot enough in here. <laughs> the last time I, I threw my back out was because I was ironing in the and the, and, and the ironing board collapsed on me and I jumped back with such force to avoid getting my bits burnt that uh, yeah I threw my back out and I, I have never in the history of my life ever done my I've done my back in about four times and it's always been for Naked garbage ironing. garbage reasons never anything good or interesting like abseiling or naked skydiving twister. or naked twister or anything like that. it's always kind of I reached down to pick up a pen off the floor and my back went I was yeah. ironing in the nude and jumped back my back went yeah. see if you stay naked you wouldn't have this problem <laughs> conversely he would get arrested which is kind of a problem another problem yes mm. this is the only problem. reason I wear pants and he would have no friends and you'd still have to worry about your wiener and for all those people who are wondering what I look like naked, I am, of course, a rippling uh, washboard of muscle and tone. <laughs> yeah. And the laughter that I, you hear from my Same colleagues is only emphasizing that point. See, we could, we, 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 we could call layers. him out on this, call his bluff, and he could just, just rip 
and just be that kind of unsu- that surprising level of swole that no. doesn't have a word place. it should. <laughs> the last episode of The Good Place. Oh my Fucking god. Fucking Chidi Anagonye, fuck me. Yes. I literally, I, I, when he did that thing, I, I literally went, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there I've should be the, a word you for should, this. You should watch it. Unexpectedly swole. Yeah, you should, you should watch it. Just, it's just called... Like, no, that doesn't work. Paul, there <laughs> is. Surprised. <laughs> no. It's called Laid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you got to the point where she is letting, or he, or he is letting you take your shirt off, and they're su- and they're surprised at what's underneath, in a good way, the word is laid. <laughs> and on that, we are going to do our Patreon giveaway. Uh, in, in our- that led to me getting married. Giveaway. <laughs> I Holy promised shit. a listener an episode is coming. <laughs> I am a prize and don't you deny it. Right, we're going to roll a D10. If they've got their own chainsaw, it could lead to my marriage. So. Exactly. <laughs> if, okay, it, so. if it lands on an unoccupied space, we will re-roll. So uh, that is a six. And that is one, two, three, four, five, six. It is actually six. <laughs> Who is the sixth person? <laughs> It's not a setup, I Uh-oh. promise. We just okay. need one more, and we might summon the devil. <laughs> so we've had six seconds, six on the dice, a person called six. That's it, that's your three sixes. I heard six knocks at the door. It must be the devil. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would not want our souls. You're all, they're all, they're all, they're all <laughs> solid and sticky, and there's glitter everywhere. Huh? What's it? It's it's in all the cracks. Are you talking about demons? <laughs> no, souls. Oh, souls. Uh, Right. Okay. My soul is not glittery. No. No, it's like it's like a dog poop with shit on it. <laughs> like a dog poop in a school playground. Yeah, we established that, that all men are trash fires, but I get to be the slight exception of the fact that I am a trash fire, but it is the trash can that has had all of like the tinsel and you're a Christmas trash fire. I'm a Christmas trash fire. I so have- raging inferno for thirty seconds. Yes. <laughs> I don't. I, I, That's I'm, very bad for the environment because of all the chemicals. I never. <laughs> yes. I've never really described myself in this in this context before. But when when people kind of say, "Oh, my body is a temple," I like to refer to my body as being a treehouse. It is really badly and shoddily put together, but is ultimately quite fun to play in. <laughs> and everybody wants one. Yes. <laughs> right. Hi, and welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is the latest in our Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition campaign, A Fistful of Glass. If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you went over to patreon.com forward slash swordnutradio and consider throwing us a couple of dollars. If you'd like to help in a non-monetary way, a rating or review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast review site of choice would be fantastic. And you can also get a hold of us on Twitter at swordnutradio, by email swordnutradio at gmail.com, or on our Facebook page. We would love to hear what you think what we did right, what we did wrong, if we've inspired you, or if we've acted as a horrendous cautionary tale to keep your group on track. This episode, as voted for by the Sword Nutters on Twitter, is That Went Well. Enjoy! I am Dave, I am your DM tonight, and I am playing the lovely people, starting with the sexy boy in blue on my right. oh me right okay hi i'm biddy and tonight i am going to be playing the rickman 
the Rickman. The Rickman, who is, uh, you know, a um, scouty, typey, fighty, personage, person thing. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even wear shoes, you've got little bird feet. <laughs> Hi, I'm Adam. I'm playing Gonk Cobble Ninja. I'm Kate, and I'm playing Aubrey the Dark Elf. Storm Herald, I know what I am. You're not my real mum. <laughs> she wears shoes. She wears mum on my shoes. <laughs> and I'm Paul, I'm playing Tab Quillwell, otherwise known as Fishsticks, the wizard chef who is not the comedy relief today. Aubrey and Gonk. Uh, if you'll follow me, please. Uh, 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 Mr. Delfinch does seem to be expecting you. He turns around in a very dignified and somewhat miffed demeanor to the uh, to, to one of the private rooms on the first floor. Um, I walk behind him, sticking my tongue out at him. He's a snooty bastard. Some people snooty, other people respectful. Ah! He turns around just before he answers. Uh, what, 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 what were your names? How shall I announce you? Name's Gonk. Sir uh, uh, Gonk and... I'm Aubrey. I'm the Iron Company. And how, how shall I introduce you? Aubrey. Aubrey. He sort of sends there. Sort of expecting I, th- Aub- I, th- Aubrey. I think he's a bit hard of hearing. It's Aubrey! Yes, just just Aubrey. I think they know that yeah. we're here. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> uh, we have... Uh, excuse me, Mr. Delfinch, if I may... In- the fabulous Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> if I may introduce uh, Mr. Gonk and just Aubrey. Right, boss. That's it. You're just Aubrey it, now. It Everywhere must be right because if you always says just Aubrey, <laughs> apart from if you say that bastard, or <laughs> fuck off, or get off my face, <laughs> like just as in righteous. <laughs> uh, in the room, you see it, 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 opulently appointed um, private room, almost like a study. So there's uh, books on the walls, maps, very uh, three or four comfortable armchairs, a small bar at one side with various crystal decanters and standing near the mantelpiece looking into the fire is a very distinguished well-dressed uh, half-elf gentleman somewhat on in ears sort of thinking you know the human equivalent of about mid to late 40s so probably about a century and a half old at this point his dress is very much in the cut of a Lindesian Republic merchant you would have seen them you would have been aware of them, maybe interacted with this degree of wealth in a merchant on occasion, but generally these guys are two or three ranks above who you deal with. You deal with these guys' underlings. So, immediately, that twigs to you that this is not the the, the normal course of affairs for the kind of jobs you usually pull. So, Gonk's military training kicks in, and his natural reaction is, right, boss. Just throw, throws up a sort of half-salute. 
for the benefit of our listeners, that was an American salute rather than a British salute. What which is, is the difference? Because I was reading in a novel. Uh, an American is like, straight oh, yeah, up and no, straight yeah. down, whereas Britain an is American up from the side and then down. An American salute has an eagle behind you doing the same thing. And yeah. explosions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, oh, chainsawing an eagle and a crucified Christ. <laughs> Somehow being crucified and holding an M16 simultaneously. I know. On I a Harley Davidson. And, and, then, and, then, and then Ronald Reagan playing the guitar going, Freedom! With explosions! <laughs> yeah! Anyway, so... Um, I know about America. <laughs> Sorry. You already know too much. You know all the worst bits. I wish I could remember the good bits, but it's hard at the moment. Moving on. <laughs> so we're in this fancy study. I drank champagne. It should be happy. All the bubbles make you happy, but this is depressing. Make you happy bubbles. The happy bubbles. Am I to understand that you are Leeton's best team? Only half of us, sir. Ah, oh, will will they be arriving soon? There are uh, stuff to do. We're going to find out what we're supposed to do, when and how you want us to do it. We would be liking some specifics. Well, this is really a matter of... Um, most urgency, I, I, I assume. That's why we came straight away. We came straight away. I ran down the street. I ran past many a pretty lady, I did. So I could get here as fast as my beshooed feet could carry me. Look at these shoes. I'm wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> and for all those dearly departed that drunk themselves to death, we, we can only apologise. No, we don't apologise, because Sultan Radio takes no responsibility for what happens to people following the Sultan Radio drinking game. I don't think he wants to know about your shoes right now. Uh, the doorman made a big point about how we couldn't come in with no shoes on. I thought they were important. This is the best that Leithen sends me! Yeah, we came straight away. This is the fastest I've ever got anywhere in my whole entire life. I have known you for 30 seconds and I know you are of gross incompetence. I will have... She will never work again in the Ladizia Republic. This Who are you people? Seems somewhat unfair. My name's Gonk. <laughs> I think you got to step up. <laughs> this is it. You can see it's going south. <laughs> That's the thing. He's like, he, just, he just has to know who we are. So like, My name's Gonk. I know. And then you started the gabble, and this is a hardcore, serious, high-end, rich businessman who who needs a crack. <laughs> And, and this is what he gets. He kind of probably feels about how I feel about my uh, estate lawyer at the moment. Yeah, I, I think it's, <laughs> I'm better than an estate agent. <laughs> I think an estate agent. My, I my think I'm lawyer. better than an estate lawyer. <laughs> I'll put I'll put an idea down. See if you want to pick it up. But when you rage, you create a small storm around you, electrical effects and things. You start seeing like a little bit of cloud and a little bit of sparky, sparky. Little demonstration of how whenever a. <laughs> you can just see it in my eyes. There's like a little storm in my he, eyes. He turns away, just just completely ignores you at that point. He's dismissed you in his mind, and turns back to the fire. Brickmar, I want you to roll me a d20. Seventeen. It's not high enough. You're essentially rolling stats to see when you, when you can interject. Mm, okay, Aubrey and Gunk. Just out of character. What they're aiming to do is prove that they're not useless by casting a spell. <laughs> okay. What kind of spell and how do you intend to use it? Storm of Fury. <laughs> how does that work? I have to rage first. Okay. And then... 
I emanate a 10-foot radius aura that shapes the environment around me, and at the end of each of my turns, I can choose a creature in my aura other than myself, and it must make a dex save or take lightning damage. Okay, I'm going to need you to roleplay me, Raging, but I will allow you to, let's say, cause collateral damage to inanimate objects. Yeah, I'm not trying to actually... I'm purposefully avoiding the client. Yeah. The spell specifically says you can choose which character. Which is creature. Yeah, creature. Yeah, yeah. so you can choose not to. For narrative purposes, I'll allow you to use it on inanimate. How about you aim at the inanimate objects in the room and you tidy up the room? (laughs) So it's like, this is rage. The storm picks everything up and puts it down nicely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the room sound- is already immaculate. Yeah, I was going to say, from the sound- not be he's, he's an elf for one thing. He's half. oh half elf, sorry. Um, and he's obviously he's very, you said he was like you know he's very you all fancy know dressed and everything. So I'd imagine he'd be fastidious. Full blown elves do not live outside <clears throat> the kingdom of light. Yep. They are hated. They are the racist, theocratic Nazis of this mm. setting. <laughs> What if the storm picks everything up, messes it up, and then puts it back down as it was? That would be a different spell. What you've described is you create a storm around you and you can strike things with lightning, which you know is very unusual. So if you're trying to intimidate or impress him, that would be a fact. Yes, that would generally impress most people. I'm trying to impress him with sparkly, sparkly lightning. I want you to to (laughs) roleplay it, please. Roleplay raging and then uh, do your spell. He's, He's... totally dismissed you. Is he, where just, is he then? So you have just entered a room which is probably about I don't know um, sorry I'm trying to think whether I should do feet or meters and then confusing myself feet. about yeah. both of them. So okay good. Feet. It's probably about 15 by 15 feet room so a little bit larger than the one we're in now. I've just entered the room, introduced yourselves poorly and been summarily dismissed by him and he's on the other end of the room Probably now, you know, in a very stereotypical Pride and Prejudice sort of pose. Emo. One arm on the uh, mantelpiece, staring at the fire. So, you want to enter Rage. So you turn have just been dissed, so... Walked over to the window. Hmm? And I'm stood there. Window? It's fireplace. Fireplace. Sorry. And he stood by his fucking fireplace, thinking I'm useless. Because everyone thinks I'm useless. Because I don't talk like they do. I don't make sense like they do. And they've got better fucking shoes than I have, even though I paid good money for mine. And he still thinks I'm useless, even though I ran down here just like I was fucking supposed to. Spending good time out of my day, when I could be visiting pretty floozies. And he just stands there, thinking I'm useless. And I've got lightning in my (laughs) eyes, and he doesn't give a shit. I'm going to drink all his brandy, and then I'm going to set his fireplace on fire more than he should be! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're raging. (laughs) So what happens? And we're raging. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just sort of stand there, and I'm just with my little fist ball going... And then... Uh, the, the lightning hits the fireplace. <laughs> okay, describe, describe how it looks. It is like Very purple and blue. Are you going like storm out of the X-Men or? I don't float or anything. I'm still on the ground. Yeah, you, you can't fly the minute. Yeah. <laughs> that happens later. Yeah. <laughs> In my dreams. Uh, but there is like a little 
and I look all awesome and cool and what little material I'm wearing is floating around in the breeze. Dave. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave! Sorry. I totally don't have a thing for storm. A small whirlwind forms around you, disturbing... Everything, everything gets very dark. Everything gets very, very dark. dark. Even the fire itself is dampened. Um, yeah, because mine's different. By the magical presence that you bring into the room, despite the fact that wind would actually climb out. Lightning sparks out of your static electricity raised hair, crashing into the fireplace, blowing chips and embers out of the room. Delphinch turns around at you, shocked at this display of power. Point my finger at him and I go, That's why I'm here, sunshine. There's about a half second of shock in his face. And, it, you know, you could almost see a glimmer of, eh, I'm impressed before the same impassive face shuts down. But for a puff person, that's pretty big. <laughs> I mean, he, he <laughs> wasn't so much himself. posh mm. as there, there was no affectation in his address to you. It was very much, this is who he was. He is rich, he is powerful. He is used to the trappings of his wealth and power. It wasn't an affectation. Kind of what I think of posh is. Posh is like, oh, I'm upper middle class, but since my great-great-great-grandmother <laughs> fucked the second duke of blah 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 therefore I'm going to act like, you know, I'm the queen's second cousin. <laughs> his face shuts down to impassive. Slightly undone by the fact that little embers are kind of ruining his waistcoat. Sorry about that. He just, he, at the moment, he's just looking at you. Please give me another roll, Rickmar. 18. <laughs> at this point! <laughs> what, what I'm amused by is you think he's going to be the voice of reason. <laughs> Rickmar walks into the room. It's also introduced by the innkeeper. And the innkeeper introduces me as the Rickmar. The innkeeper walks, opens the door. Does a slight sort of second glance because Aubrey is... is, is storming and raging and it looks a little bit odd and certainly has a, a slight horrified sort of glint in his eyes instantly when he sees what, what's happened at the fireplace that there are now embers burning through his very expensive rugs as well as his guests uh, clothing but having seen that his his guest is is non-pulsed at least at this point very quickly again just just sort of shuts down and is like in, in, introducing uh, uh, the, the, the room and, and quickly steps back ushers you in and shuts the door behind you ah Mr. Brendan I see you have met my colleagues one might say that I hope they have not been uh, a nuisance no Excellent. Now, uh, we would uh, like to discuss with you the uh, the particulars of the job that you have for us, if you would be so kind. He sort of does a slow thinking nod as he can sort of see his, his, his gaze almost looks like he's looking at the end of his end of his nose. Ah, uh, yes. Have a seat, please. As he sits down. Oh, where are my manners? Can I offer you a drink? Uh, the Rikmar? Z Rikmar. Z. Ah. Z. 
Z. He, he walks over to the bar, um, T. picks up his own glass, and uh, I offer you. Uh, thank you very much, but I will uh, simply take some water if you have some. Maybe he pours you a glass of water, hands it to you. At this point, he's totally ignoring that you two exist. It's like, in a sense, you can tell that you gave him the desire to reconsider, but Rickmar's entrance gave him the opportunity to not lose face and reconsider at the same time. Without saying anything, and without looking at him, I yeah. walk over and get myself a drink. I think he'll give you... He sort of glances at you to one side, particularly as you get close to him. Did you stop raging? No. <laughs> so as you walk up to him, the the, the all the decanters and the glasses. So you tell me that his hair just goes. Starts to clink, <laughs> yes. And his, you know, his, his sort of his short, his fairly short hair, but it does start to stand on end a little bit as you walk up to him and pour yourself a drink. What do you do after? Do you just walk over yeah, somewhere no, else? Yeah, I'm not bothering him. <laughs> There has to be a name of the drink you pour yourself when you're raging, because it's got, like, an electrical charge to it. It's, it's a dark and stormy. very expensive. <laughs> oh, shit. We need, a, we need a D&D world name for scotch. And I think the dwarf dwarves make scotch. Does everyone agree? Dwarves make scotch. No, that's just hooch. Mm-hmm. Crotch. <laughs> <laughs> really bad hooch. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll make up a name for it later. So for the moment, what we will call scotch. And you walk over and he... He's very... It's called mist. Yeah, mist. Yeah. I like mist. mist. Yeah. You pour yourself a glass of the finest mist. And, called uh, mist because away. of the particular nature of it. When you pour it, it kind of does form a slight amount of mist. Oh, like dry ice. Yeah, like yeah. dry yeah. ice. The alcohol content is that high, it's a That's properly worthy. Yeah. And it just starts to swirl and storm a little bit in my glass because <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> he gives you... Not even a half smile, kind of a quarter smile, an acknowledging glance as you do that, but but persists in his uh, ignoring of you, and then it's walks back, hands the Rickmar his water, and sits down in the arm- armchair over opposite. I pull a stool out from the little chest of drawers, mm-hmm. vanity mirror thing on the side, uh, put it in front of him, and then climb with both feet on top of the stool and kind of squat on top of it in a... <laughs> In a hunched manner. Is this is this normal? Is yeah, this normal this is completely for your okay, completely then, normal. Then, this then is then how we how we do things. Great. So he probably would be used to that. It's for, for one for a better term. It's we like, perch on things. Yeah. Of course, I I apologize. I forgot you don't use chairs. How silly of me. Uh, something must be distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> I I give. Um, what. I give Aubrey this. Yeah. Sorry, for the benefit of the audience, Aubrey starts looking around behind her as if it must be something else. Oh, that's, that's a fire over there. I give Aubrey what's, the. What's Gog yeah. doing? <laughs> Where is Gong? I give Aubrey the side eye and then look over to Gonk and. Do I catch your eye? I'm not there. What? You can't see me. I will just say Aubrey never catches the side eye. Doesn't care. Aubrey started raging. Gonk disappeared. <laughs> oh, okay. So as far as I'm concerned, you you didn't come into the room because I've not spotted you yet. All right, okay, fair enough. Uh, I believe you have a job for us. Yes, I do. He he leans forward very intently. As you can probably tell, I am a half elf. You know the plight of my people uh, in the kingdom of light. What you 
probably don't know is, is I escaped directly from the Kingdom of Light. I am first generation escapee. But when I left, all my parents could afford to do is send me. The, the Griffins charged too much money for them to flee with me and with them, for them and my sister to flee as well. But now, my sister, she is also fallen pregnant by an elf. They have hidden her as long as they could. But now, they have, they have gotten word to me to help them out. And I pay, I pay the Griffins, but suddenly in the north all communication ceases something has happened in in the railroad there, there is no more communication there is no more escapes and i must know this is my family can you help me <laughs> i would just like to point out that on my character sheet i cannot it says can't say no to a genuine request for aid as, uh, yes, I believe this is something we could help you with. Uh, uh, some more specifics. Um, would it be your just so your give, sister give, or give, your give family? Me a history check. Yep. Eighteen. So you know that in the Kingdom of Light, mm. elves ban breeding with other races. They are racist assholes. Any half elves who are born are killed as well as the human half of the partners. Um, unless it happens to be an elvish woman, as is typical in most horrible civilizations throughout all of history. Um, men who fuck around uh, tend to escape all consequences. When he refers to his family, since he's a half-elf, that meant that his mother was either raped or assaulted to produce him. Or maybe she had an affair before meeting the father. So now her sister's in a similar situation, and you know that the Griffins are coyotes, like in the South American border. They're the smugglers. Underground Railroad is fairly self-explanatory, and that's the background that he's talking, he's, he's speaking about. And obviously, between you and the Kingdom of Light is border territories, which are, have been a wasteland dominated by minor baronies, um, warlords, and whatever else that basically were totally depopulated during the War of the Light a century ago, and remain totally lawless to this day, but nobody can move in thanks to nice things called diplomacy and treaties. <laughs> so, in this particular um, endeavor, would we be looking to um, rescue just your sister, or taking your whole family? Because of, of my wealth, I sent enough money for my whole family, so it is, is, is my mother, my father, well, you know, he's not really my father, but he's the man who raised me, my sister and her daughter. I, I I do not know how many people may have been in the party uh, with the with the Griffins, but I am uh, unfamiliar with the specifics of uh, human uh, birth. But uh, do, do you imply that she has given birth at this point, or is is she still expecting? As as far as I know, obviously communication is very difficult, but. As far as I know, my, my nephew is about one. Ah, okay, that makes things slightly easier. Ish. <laughs> the details that I have is, is when they reached uh, the trading post near Delfrak Falls, when they were supposed to meet agents uh, that I had paid, 
I, I heard nothing. The, either the agents did not meet them or they did not come, but I would have expected at least the agents to have told me uh, that no one came to meet them, and that was three months ago. Uh, do you have a, uh, a contact name for your uh, con- uh, person within the uh, the Griffins? They were... Uh, no, I have no contact for, for the Griffins. That, that was dealt with by my, my parents. I just sent the money, but uh, the men I personally sent out there, they they have worked for me for many years, and I have no reason to distrust them. Something horrible must have happened. Ah, this is is good, at least... uh, Good? They have been gone for three months! Well, I mean in the sense of the information we are getting is maybe actually correct, if there are some griffins that would uh, tell you all kinds of stories whilst essentially just taking your money, so this this is good. This is reliable information that we can use. You're the expert. Do you have descriptions we can take of of these people? Uh, Full names, descriptions, hair, eyes, skin tone? I can give you their names, but I have not seen them in... (laughs) How long do your people live? Uh, I don't know. How long do we reckon? Let's, let's, Let's roll a D100, shall we? This will be fascinating. Uh, 96 is is a, is a kind of average age. I have not seen any of them in more than one of your lifetimes. Mm, yes, but they will have my signet ring with them. And uh, what does your signet ring depict? He pulls out a pocket watch mm. and hands it to you. And on the front is a, is a, is a um, elaborately worked half of, of a wagon train and the other half of um, cog machinery. So mm. It's like it's almost like a, an, an emblem or something, which is very clear, sort of like industry and trade is mm. the idea. Half of it being a wagon train, half of it being um, clockworks. Just out of interest, what's Gonk with his drawing like? I don't know. I've never really done drawing. I didn't do any skill for it or anything, so... <laughs> Uh, can't think of any reason he'd need it. It'd be Dex. I'm, I'm, I'm very. De- I am very dexterous. My Dex is 17, so I get a plus three on that. I get a plus five in sleight of hand. Mm. Hence the uh, pickpocketing. Okay, so, uh, Aubrey, did uh, did you lose Gonk somewhere along the way? And that would be an 18. So Gonk just steps out from behind your chair. You need me, boss? Oh, there you are. See, he's very good. <laughs> uh, would you be so kind? I am. Just literally, just literally, just like like a, seem that like a, what's first it called? Impressions aren't always yeah, the best. Just, just, no, there's, there's a thing. Just, like, like um, Terry Pratchett, the Eagles. It's like ding ding. It's like Myth Master. <laughs> just behind oh, yeah. you. It's like yeah. So yeah. literally, Gonk just steps out from behind Rickmar, just like he needed something. Uh, would you be so kind as to uh, uh, do have some parchment we could borrow? What? Just, just keep the watch. Oh, very just, kind. Just, Thank just, you. We just, will, of just, course. Just sort of makes this sort of casual wave at you. This, this probably cost, I don't know, uh, upwards of a thousand glass. That disappears into Gonk's uh, Ooh, pouch. gold <laughs> watch, which isn't actually worth that much, but the glass that is on the front of this watch, on the other oh, hand, oh, it's is not worth, very oh, expensive. Gold isn't worth anything. And the gold isn't worth anything. It's the mechanism that's worth something. Yes. Cut mechanism and gems. <laughs> Cut glass mechanism. 
That would be glass a very, very pretty isn't, watch. Glass isn't intrinsically valuable. Yeah, ah. uh, uh, it's like printed actual, money. Printed money is worthless, except for the fact. Like, like a Breitling watch can set you back £20,000 easily. Yeah. None of the materials in it, even if it was made from platinum, all of it wouldn't be worth that much money. Mm. To be fair, it's Breitling watch would set me back £20,000 with great difficulty. <laughs> I would part with that money after a fight. No! I could have a fast car or a watch. Not really much of a choice. Mm. Anyway, oh, well, uh, that is very kind. We will, of course, return after we have completed our mission. Uh, yeah. Gonk, would you be so kind as to look after this for the, mo- for the meantime? Sure. Until we can entrust it with our treasury. Mm-hmm. Our treasury. Treasure. I'm treasurer. I'm afraid this is this is the best I can I can offer you. I have discussed your rates with with Tilda, most interesting woman. All I can say is you must you must go in the direction of, of uh, what was it something over the falls? Fuck. Uh, Delfrak Falls. That's it, Delfrak Falls. You've made a note. Excellent. Right. Okay. Delfrak. 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 Delfrak Falls. Oh, Delfrak. Uh, we will need some uh, time to uh, rest because we have only just returned from another endeavor. But we shall uh, make great haste first thing in the morning after resupplying and stocking ourselves so will you be available between now and then should we need to speak to you again uh, my business calls me away uh, I must return to uh, to my estates in Lindesia but uh, my 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 I have a local factor uh, whose name is uh, Samuel games who should be able to uh, deal with anything you need in, included and at this point, you almost see that the, the businessman reassert himself after the the impassioned entreaties of of a a brother mm. and, a fa- and a and a son and an uncle. Uh, you almost see the businessman say, "Perhaps some limited assistance, if you need supplies." I see. Uh, is this uh, Mr. Samuel's uh, aware of the full situation? Show him the watch. I will. I I will tell him it is you. I I am more kind of concerned for your. Um, should you want to keep the secret, is he aware of the situation? Is is uh, I understand it, it, that these things can be delicate. I mean, there's there's no need for secrecy at this point mm. um, because it everybody fucking hates the elves. It's, right. Okay. Everyone is willing to either help the half elves because half elves are reasonably prolific through um, mm. most other kingdoms. Or just really happy to stick a finger in the eye of the <laughs> of the of the Elven Kingdom of Light. Excellent. Well, just our character. Is there anything else that we really need to squeeze out? This guy, we're done. Right. Okay. Cool. It is a go wander around in the most dangerous region of the world and find somebody. Kind of mission. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but we got your sister. That's not my sister. <laughs> Perhaps the only thing you should say at this point is, 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 is kind of bring attention to this is considerably more dangerous than what you usually do. Ah. Uh, now, is he... Like, like, really considerably more dangerous than what you usually do. Now, I, I believe you have spoken to our contact, and I appreciate that we have normal rates, but we do also stipulate that under certain conditions we do have to sometimes put extra charges on. I have already agreed to pay five times your normal rate. Ah. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of 
as gently as possible try to lower the eyebrow that is just raised. <laughs> some, some of your... Um, you the, have the feather, you have tail feathers. The feathers on the back of my neck just kind of go... <laughs> <laughs> the, the asshole negotiator in me is sitting here going, if they'll pay five, they'll pay six. No, GDG, he did already talk to, li- mm. to, to Litton. I'll go to, I, I please and that. you're not there. <clears throat> I believe that should cover our costs. So, um, excellent. We will uh, get underway. If we need to speak to you again, we will contact you via your Mr. Samuel. And uh, we will hopefully be in contact soon. Thank you very much for your time. Tatas, we are. <laughs> <laughs> After sort of staring at you stonily for a second, he winks back. <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, I winked at him. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm good at podcasting. <laughs> I usher my my partners in 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 ethical business out of the room, <laughs> and we say our goodbyes, and we head honorable companions. Yes, yes. honorable companions. We head down to uh, the uh, bar. Yeah, all, all, yeah, just just heading down and. All- all your hair f- fading away is it? I think that went well. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I believe we have a job ahead of us that is uh, should be quite profitable. Now, where the fuck is Tab? Is do I call you Tab or do I call you Fish Sticks? Fish Sticks. We all call each other by our nicknames. Yeah, except for Rickmar, who stands uh, who, on ceremony. Who actually, is I. Even if you introduce yourself as I am Lord Rupert Rupertford of the Fourth Kingdom of the Fire of Kingdoms, I would call you Mr. Rupert. I always call everyone Mr. their first name. That's, so, that's so what I'm, I've established in my head. I'm Mr. Aubrey. Really I really well. like you that. Not, you're Mr. Aubrey. <laughs> you not even under, though you're a woman. Yeah. Do you not no, understand? No. Thing is, you can pass that off as mammalian a, genders. No, just he doesn't, doesn't understand mammalian genders. Because he, he Mr. is an honorific. Rickmar is my first, middle, and surname, all in one word. This is how. Ma, it... ma, ma! No, no, it's it's just it, um, in a Corcora, it's your your full kind of name is one word, but there's an understanding of how it how the different sections of it right. break up. You you made a fucking chiss, chiss. That's Thrawn from Star Star Wars. Is it? You made a chiss. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. I will just quietly point out, Aubrey's not female. She's non-binary. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey's not female. They're non-binary. Still, Mr. Aubrey works. Yeah, Mr. no, Aubrey. I like it. I like that it's the same for everyone. Mm. I, I would quite like to be Mr. Kane. Mm. I think you're, the source of your confusion isn't the, isn't the two genders. It's the fact that there are about a dozen for humans and they don't seem to realise. Mm. So rather than get anything confused, just go, I'm going to do one thing. <laughs> it's the one thing that I do. I if Mr. it's wrong, it's equally wrong for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I want to be Mr. Kate. You can do that if you want. So then, we wanted you wanted a bit of extra time. Yeah, didn't you? sorry, I meant to say, where the fuck is fish sticks? So, do you guys just go down to the bar and order a drink? Somebody said going to the bar. Uh, well, go down to the bar. I, it's okay. a bit, bit rich, rich for my blood. I, mean, I, I, up, I don't up, imagine up, they're old to having characters like ourselves ordering drinks. Yeah, in their well, you have just been in, con- uh, in conference with the Honourable Mr. Brandon Delphine. Yeah, so but I also set served. the room on fire, so. We- I'm, I'm going to scare myself scoping. <laughs> okay. Mm. doesn't drink. Rigmar only drinks <gasps> once a year. So we flash back to, to Tab. 
so this is much later at night. The sun has set. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming out of the small room that he rents walks a human with dark, scraggly hair. He's got his chef's hat tucked back into his belt. He is, of course, wearing his little cleaver and fillet knife set at his belt. And from his earnings, he sort of opens up a, a bag of glass and picks through and picks out one glass, puts it on the table as his rent. And he picks out a shard, puts that on the table, takes a tobacco pouch off of the um, the mantelpiece, just sort of like waves it at the family who are just sitting down for their, their, their meal. And he walks out. He goes to find someone who can hook him up. There's a doorman at the uh, prancing cock that can do that for you. Uh, Hang him on a wall. <laughs> he knows all kinds of hooks. <laughs> in fact, yeah, he does. He does, in fact, go to the doorman at the um, the prancing cock, and he is well known to this man. As as he walks past, he he's already palmed five glass, and he just goes on, shakes his hand, receives a, a small packet of something rolled up in paper, and heads outside the town wall, finds a tree. And using his magic, he prestidigitates a small campfire, settles down, he gets his pipe out, stuffs it with tobacco, and he crumbles this product from the sheet of paper. It kind of looks like um, purpley brown sort of powder that they call rahat. And he stares at the fire, and he tries to forget. In the morning, he will wake up, curled up into the fetal position around the dying fire, having very little memory of the previous night. Dungeons & Dragons is published by Wizards of the Coast. Title music was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. The song over the bloopers was Reignition by Bad Brains. And sound effects and music during the episode provided by BattleBards, freesfx.co.uk, freesound.org, Tabletop Audio, Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, and Sergei Cheromizinov for Sleepwalker. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swordnutradio and buy us a cup of coffee. We're using contributions to fund artwork, a website, and original music, but we've got a long way to go. But really, we just want to hear from you. Head on over to Twitter, at swordnutradio. Send an email to swordnutradio at gmail.com. Find us on our Facebook page. Or take all the ways in which you hate Swordnut Radio, curl them up into a small ball of rage, bury it deep down inside... And about 10, 15 years and all your relationships have broken down, you've lost your job, release this ball of rage to your therapist and they'll let me know. Now here's some bloopers. Thanks for listening. And I'm Dave and I'm DMing and I want to die. <laughs> good night. I'll say good night at the beginning, Dave. <laughs> cool. Where did you come up with the word that I hopped? You did. I did. Yeah, I, I, I remember that. 
I didn't tell him that. Oh, yeah, nobody he's knows that. Just, he's um, posh enough. I'm not telling him nothing. Yeah, we don't know that. Like, nobody oh, knows do that. We know? Oh, okay. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> nobody knows that. that Stop own. revealing backstories before it's their time. No. That's my own personal business. It's not none of yours. I can't remember your backstory well enough, Paul. To, good. This, this is off microphone. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know it. Oh, right. Okay, good. Because I, I thought I was going to say, he's already revealed more than I thought he would, so. I need a friendly neighborhood drug dealer as well. Just so you know, I'm, I'm going to take a back seat in this whole campaign. I'm not going to be the person, like, leading stuff at all. I'm, I'm going to try to be quite quiet. The, the bloopers can just be five minutes of us all, all going, Shoes! 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 <laughs> Shoe pastry! So do you want it to be illicit? <laughs> Shoe the shop. Shoes. Get away from there. Shoe. <laughs> okay. Hello. Shoe. Is my microphone in the right place, Paul? It's not, is it? I yeah, can see fun. from your face. That's fun. Okay. So he has dismissed you. One second. More than one, I mean, obviously. This has been meant One metaphorical second. second. In the world of editing, it will be. Oh, I'm at the waiter. He's not in the room anymore. Manager. Oh, has he left? Oh. No, no, no. He, he, introdu- he, he literally introduced you in, oh, okay. into the room and closed the door behind I you. I won't aim it at the waiter then. He's too far away. And that would be common assault. Stop fingering my microphone. Good. I don't want to talk about Adam's little prick anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of your characters doesn't drink. Yeah. Hey, I played one character <laughs> oh, that, got, that got drunk, and that was only because he was trying to deal with some really serious emotional We've shit. Played, no, you've played multiple characters that drink. No. Uh, yeah. I think mm. you're, you're confusing real life Adam with all of his characters. No, <laughs> no characters uh, in slippers. Do- yeah. was, was a raging alcoholic. And in Dawes. Uh, no, indoors. Is anyone in slippers? Not oh, no, 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 she, she's right. Um, in in slippers. Oh, no, yeah, it was a sex man. Yeah, in slippers and indoors. Mm. Yeah, that was indoors it. Indoors, it was less so, but yeah, he, he was a bit of a. Oh, no, that, that, no, that was only for a, a period of time while he was dealing with all the fucking you know, yeah. the, the, the murder hobo shit. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Sorry, the murder hobo right. shit was I constant. Did not mean to... yeah. It was kind of towards that period that you came into the game, though. Yeah. So in fairness, yeah. yeah. And you're confusing Adam char- Adam's characters with all of mine. Yeah, mm. all yes. of Dave's characters drink, <laughs> drink and blow shit up. Yeah. yeah, nice. Actually, this is a conversation for another time, but I will say I need to talk to you about calendars and what kind of cycle this system has. There's some very good calendar making software out there, so we could have a fully working ca- uh, calendar with dates and moon cycles and everything Just on it. Create it. The only thing I've established is a system of year Excuse counting, me. so I don't have any months, days, weeks, anything okay, like cool. that. So knock yourself out. Just don't make it too confusing. Okay. Fourteen moons, <laughs> three hundred and seventy different constellations for your birth sign, but only two days every year. Yep. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm 9,764 years old. I was <laughs> the re- born last week. The reflective, <laughs> the, reflective, the reflective properties of some of the moons means that sometimes nighttime is brighter than daytime. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tab, what are you doing? Ah, the return of Rahat. Mm. Okay. That is probably a good time to call it there. Thank you very much. We have been Sword Note Radio. Uh, please check us out. Check out our Patreon. Thank you for those people who already support us. Uh, follow us on Twitter and all such. With me tonight have been Paul. 
I'm watching. Yes, it, it's everywhere. much more efficient than the blood ritual we used to require. And uh, I'm just going to thank Kate, Adam, and Adam for playing with us tonight. As always, they're a wonderful cast. I've been Dave. Thank you very much. That's, that's actually uh, Mr. Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kate. So formal, I thought we were friends. <laughs> that's what my friends call me. <laughs> Everyone else has to call me your Ina. They so. call me Mr. Kate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. We never I actually did introduction. We never did. I yeah. never do we do out of sequence? Uh, nah, we could do a round now. Do you want to do a round of introductions? I'll, I'll, co- I'll copy it in the front. Okay. Because this yeah. is going to be one episode, so. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, I totally didn't forget at the beginning, so we are totally going to cut this into the beginning and you're totally not going to know this unless Paul is being funny and making me look bad. He's totally going to